0: Come friends, hello brothers, greetings, sweet soul sisters, cheesy resistors, won't you clap aboard in this green and groovy place, we are the superstars
1: from outer space. Attention planets of the Solar Federation, we have assumed control. Welcome to episode four of the podcast from Mars. My name is Jason Camiolo, coming to you from the desert of Phoenix, Arizona. I can hear in the distant aether, Jim Baki in Los Angeles. And And the echoes
2: of Mark DiCarlo here
1: in Wisconsin, Long Island.
3: Bum, 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 bum. Ba, ba, (laughs) ba.
0: Do, 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 do.
3: (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking awesome. Welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs>
2: we started this one off with a bang. Yeah. This is good. Very good. A lot of good energy here so I'm far. excited. I think that
3: yeah. should be the beginning of every one. I'll just... Yeah. The, the 2112 intro is is available for download by itself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put... Temples it, put of Seerings. Be- <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know what, dude? I got to tell you real quick. Sorry. No go. I tried to recreate that on the little Arturia synth that I bought. No good. Uh, I got a little bit close, but it's like it's a it's an amalgamation of a bunch of tracks. But I'm just like mm. I want to I want to make something like that on a synthesizer.
1: Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do it. But well, maybe something we have coming up in the future might have a need for something like that. It's possible.
3: <laughs> this is true,
1: but we got lots of stuff coming up in the yeah, future. Right. Let's talk about what All we right. while there now, is right? a future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. while there is a future before the future. meteor hits. Right. Uh, let's talk about we're at four podcasts and three singles. Excellent. Uh, why? Yeah, just because that's the way it worked out, and so our show. So whatever. <laughs> We decided to describe what we were gonna do before we did it. <laughs> I think that was my idea. Yeah, probably overthinking yeah. it, but whatever. That's what happened. So now we have episode four and the third single. Can't wait to see you again.
2: Yeah, can't
1: wait. wait. Is it? It's can't wait to see you. I guess so. And uh, well, you should know. You're right. I know. I should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about this little ditty? Yep. So, so, so this one is an old, old
2: piece that I had on my hard drive for a while, and um, it came about. I, I told you with the with the drum intro. It came about from a song called I don't know how many people would even know this one, but it's called "If You Got Trouble" by the Beatles. It's off Help. And uh, the it, it you know the beauty of the iTunes shuffle just that song came up, and I remember hearing it, and I was like, "Fuck, that's just a great." Groove for a song, so I just took that and wrote, uh, and rewrote a Cheap Trick song to it. Basically, you know, um, and uh, <laughs> not a
1: specific
2: Cheap not, Trick song. Not a specific Cheap song. Cheap yeah. Trick. No, no, just but I just rewrote a, a Cheap Trick song, and um, and I was just talking to my mom because my mom was saying how much she liked the song, and I and I said I t- took the vibe of I do not tell you guys, but uh of, of Don't Worry, Baby by the Beach Boys, kind of in the chorus. I don't know if you could kind of hear it, but I just kind of went with that and. When you hear it, you'll maybe make some connection to it. So it's a little bit of don't worry, baby, in the chorus and uh Oh,
3: I hear it now. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: And Ringo's inspiration on if you got trouble. So go to help, play the intro to that and you'll hear where the song, you know, where the the inspiration of the song came from. That's it.
3: Yeah. Go to help. Go to
2: help, nineteen sixty five. Yeah. With a P. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Not go, to, <laughs> go hell. to hell, go to help, go to hell. Listen to Ringo. Yeah. Go to hell. And peace and
3: love, peace and love. I'm <laughs> warning you with yeah. peace and love.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's interesting because, uh, well, the Ringo reference I knew uh-huh. and uh cheap trick obviously is a common thread that runs through a lot of stuff that we do. Yep. It's part of the fuzz bubble DNA. Yeah. <laughs> always, always love cheap trick and the Beatles. Um, but when you gave us the the demo, I think we had mentioned producers. And so uh, when I first listened to it, I, was, I had that in my head. Yes. And uh, I layered a lot of really 80s sounding keyboards that we ended up taking out. I know, I'm sorry. Because I agree, yeah. it actually made it very, very like 80s pop. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that's what we were going for. Yeah. But as you guys kept tracking the guitars, and it did get like not heavy, but heavier. Mm. Uh yeah, it definitely started to veer more towards cheap trick. And I was like, yeah, cool. You know, the, the 80s keyboards are, are too poppy. But uh yeah, I love it, man. It, yep. it, it's a good one. Yep. Yeah, I, I will say though, and uh me and Jay
3: talked about this uh on a phone. We had a phone call, we talked about it, but I want to do an 80s. I want to put those keyboards back and do an 80s mix because for TV licensing, Uh 80s sounding stuff is really super hot right now. Like Stranger Things and all those shows are all going, they're all taking place in the 80s. Yeah. So I think for TV licensing, I think it would be a good idea for us to have. An alternate eighties style mix and really make it sound eighties. I started on one, like okay. I just put the keyboards back and then cool. But I like I, I wanna do like just lighten the guitars up and do like an eighties because the eighties thing for for TV right now is 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 pretty popular. So it never hurts to have an alternate just to, you know, earn a little more dough here and there. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that at some point. I got kind of halfway started on it, but I wanted to finish the song. Um, the thing that I like about the song um, is it's a love song, but it's a love song for rock and roll, which is absolutely super cool. Like you don't really hear that. You hear you know lots of love songs. That's an obvious, but uh-huh. it's like the whole song is singing about not being able to wait to see your favorite band, which then kind of it kind of inspired the the song I have coming up down the line that we started on
2: right this is a, exactly so this is about exactly i mean we talked about this in another podcast i think with uh, with Mike Portnoy actually, but it was about i mean God in the eighties. I mean, when you were in school, there was like every month there was such a there was a cool concert to go see. And you and the records yeah. and, you know, if, I mean, all of our bedrooms, you know, was posters like fucking every and, and all your magazines tape everywhere. And it was just it was about that worship. Yeah. And it was just so it was your identity. And it was it what made you wake up and, you know get up in the right. morning and do your thing and just share with your friends. So exactly. It's a, it's a total love song for, uh for, for, you know, for rock and roll and, and everything. And it's a shame that I don't think anything like, like that will ever exist again for kids to, to appreciate.
3: No, Never. because that was our, that was our distraction. We had one oh, distraction. Yeah. If you were into music, that was your distraction. Yeah. If you were into sports, yep. that was your distraction. Yep. Now, there's so many distractions yeah. for y- younger kids. And, you know, it, it's just like I felt like that the thing that happened this week with the shooting. I'm like, man, when I was 17 years old, like all I cared about was going to see whoever was playing that I wanted to see and buying guitar equipment.
2: Yep. And, and, you know, or buying, or buying this guitar week for the, the kid. practice of musicians to figure out whichever song or yeah. circus. M-
0: Circus magazine, player, exactly. Circus
2: Cream. You know, it was yeah. that was all. You know, it was right. It was everything. So when I yeah. see
3: a seventeen-year-old yeah. kid has his mom drive him to a protest with an AR-15, sad. yeah, I'm like, man, the world has gone horribly awry. That's like, good grief. I uh, when I was seventeen, all I wanted to do was go to see shows and play music. Yeah. So, yeah, this definitely, it's it's
1: sad. You know, interestingly enough, we didn't do this on purpose. But it's weird how it kind of worked out because the Can't Wait to See You Again is like so fitting right now too because everybody, fans and musicians... Are like, oh my God, I gotta go see a show. I wanna see bands. I wanna be back in a club, back in a bar, or, you know, on stage, off stage, watching whatever. And it, it was funny because I was listening to the chorus and I'm like, yeah, can't wait to see you again. Like, when is it gonna return to that even a little? Forget the 80s. Like, when are we able to, gonna be able to go see a band again, period?
2: Yeah, to see each other in a club.
1: Yeah.
3: That's interesting. I didn't even think of that, but it's a good, good point.
1: Good God, God only yeah. knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's, yep. it's so crazy, Sad. you know, so we're recording this. What is today? Saturday. We're going to put this out Monday. The single will be out pretty much everywhere by then. I think it actually, uh, got out to Spotify cause we had a, a different release date initially. Yeah. But by the time this is out, if this is the first time you're hearing about it, uh, through this podcast, it'll be out. And, um, check out the lyric video because this time, yeah. right? We did a lyric video. Yep. Lyric. Jimmy video. did a great job on it. That's awesome. I was going to say, when we say we, I mean, Jimmy did. Yeah, <laughs> We didn't do anything. No, Jimmy did, did a good, good, great job.
3: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That was uh video not fun, but this one wasn't so bad. It's just o- only reason being is that it crushes your computer so hard that your computer stops. It shuts down. It, files you know, so or videos just yeah it's just the processing is so big your computer just says nope I'm not doing this so you can't really sometimes you watch you're putting a sequence together and you can't actually see the way it flows because it, it stutters like this and uh, it, yeah it, it, and it's just like ah so when I played it back after I did I said okay I played it back and it's it was a regular just one piece, you know, one video file, and it played. It's like, oh, this looks good. Um, <laughs> like it, it worked. Yeah. The, the video thing is just not not. It's fun to look at, but it's not fun to do. <laughs> so.
2: But since we didn't shoot a video for this one, you gave um, you gave us and and all the people that are going to watch it something they'll just look at as far as just yeah the you lyrics, know, lyrics are there, and there's there's some, some cool fun imagery stuff. So it's, 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 it's very it does cool. The trick. Yeah. It's great.
1: So um, should we play the song? Oh, let's play do it. The song. Can't wait to see you. Ah.
2: Yeah. Ready, set,
0: go.
3: So that's, uh, can't wait to see you written by Mark DiCarlo. Um, so yeah, man, Mark, Uh uh, we've never had this discussion, even though we've worked together forever. What is your songwriting process, at least for this song? What was it? I mean, you kind of went into it. you, You got inspired by the Beatle drum beat. Um, but go through, like when you write, like you have a lyric in mind. Do you do the music first? Like, how does it play you? know, out like for I you? said,
2: this one was so old, but I think what came up first was that lyric, they can't wait to see you, like little, little melody. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wrote it around that. And, um, and I think the, chor- you know, like the chords just followed that. I wrote verses for it. But it all came from, uh, you know, uh, the, I had the lyric in my head, can't wait to see you. I don't know. Okay,
3: so you got a, you got a lyrical idea. That yep. that happens to me sometimes but more often not. Exactly. I yeah, I mean so. you
2: you are the main writer of this uh, of of you know of this of this thing and I I I will now. For now, but I, exactly. I drop <laughs> I drop some stuff here and there and stuff. So it but uh yeah, it's it's so hard like I it you know sometimes you'll get, you know, you'll get chords and you'll get you know, you'll get really cool, you know, like melodies with, with music and stuff, and then you you write the lyrics. But I think the lift ly- for this one, the lyric definitely came first, though, as far as with the oh, yeah, because it was the because uh, I was uh doing that whole Nick and the uh the Beach Boys uh don't worry baby like thing with the uh, you know, right. so So that's gotcha. where I kind of stole okay. it from. But but if I don't mention it, I don't think you really it's not that obvious and you don't hear it. So
3: no, it wasn't obvious to me. No. It, it's 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 kind of a classic 60s, 50s. Do whoppy chord progression, really. Um, so. It's not like a weird, super weird, out of the ordinary, but it's definitely specific more to that yeah, time guess. period.
2: That I mean, it's chord a, progression, it's you a know, sh- that simple, very straight up. It's got all the power pop elements in it with the jangly, you know, strings at the bottom and every, you know. So yeah, that's
3: uh, yeah, and yep. don't worry, yep. baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally hear it now. But and like, then for
2: the middle part, I wanted to take like a cheap trick, kind of like Dream Police type thing with the way it ascends with those weird chords and stuff. So. Oh, I
3: love, I love that whole ascending chord thing. It's just like, that's really cool. That's, that's almost like it's very Alex Lifeson, like, because you, you kind of arpeggiating with the Uh open string. I'm like, that's kind of an Alex
1: Lifeson thing. But, you know, pop. We got to get Alex Lifeson to play on something. We do. Yeah. I know you want that. So I'm just going to say so put that. put that
3: out into the universe. Exactly. We do yeah.
2: have we – we have that song waiting. so. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And, yeah, he just turned 67 years old like right. two days ago.
1: Right. Happy birthday, Alex. So
3: happy birthday, Alex. Yeah. My first and real first guitar teacher was him. So
1: Good stuff, yeah.
3: Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's
2: it. I mean, songwriting to me is still such – it's so difficult because – you know, sometimes things will just come at you and and then you could sit there for weeks on end and not come up with shit. So, like I said,
3: yeah, you know, well, you, this
2: one was all, I, you know, I had it on, I had this for one for a while and I, it was just a, a strong, you know, a strong poppy song. So I'm like, we got to, you know, I'm glad you guys liked it enough to do it. So
3: it was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you know, here's the other thing too. It's because... I find this when I write like, like even for Hitman too, right. Writing, you know, cause that's different. It's yep. metal, but we still write very song oriented yeah. metal. Um, I always, whenever, like, cause Dirk writes songs, he's a great songwriter too. Um, when singers write their own songs, uh-huh. the melodies are so much more natural sounding in the end. Like I listen to your, this song, and I'm like, it just sounds like, Oh, that was easy. Cause like, you don't have to interpret your own voice. You just like, you write, and it just, when a singer writes his own song, it just sounds so much more natural to me than like when I write a song and say, oh, here's the melody, because I come up with some weird things. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes it's like that's kind of a curveball, you know, uh, yeah, I, it's not intentional. It's just what I hear in my head, but I can't sing it. Uh-huh. So like when you're a song, that just sounded so natural and, and effortless. I'm just like, damn, that's like, that's what it's like when you can sing and you write a song, you know, cause I can't sing and like that and write it. I could write a song, but like I can't sing what I write. So yeah, that's the one thing I noticed about it. I'm like, damn, it just, it, it sounds just like it just came out of like boom. And it was like five minutes. No. It just sounded really natural to me, yeah, which I thought was super cool. I, I love that, you know? Um,
2: yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, like I said, I don't know. It's like, I, I the, you know, like, like I said, the chorus, the chorus I, I definitely had, but the verses, I remember having all the, uh, all the chords and I just kind of had to go back and wrote a melody over the verses and stuff, but the chorus was, it was different. So, but uh, I don't know. Right. I, I don't yeah. know the fuck it you know, but um
3: Yeah. I know it's like you. A lot of times you don't know where. Just like you know, you, it channeled from yeah. somewhere. But inspiration, yeah, that's songwriting, man, it's exactly. a it's a mystery. Yep. You know, yep. it's a mystery of yep. inspiration. Yep. You know, amazing
1: I want to give a shout out to somebody. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that's got a show called Snap Crackle Pop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Craig Lev uh L E V E. Right. Yes. And um that mm-hmm. guy has been a supporter of Fuzz since like since we started. And um yeah, that's amazing. He's got a show on KWVA. It's a uh, 88.1 FM. He's got an awesome show that he puts on on Friday mornings. Mhm. And I'm not just saying this. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, you guys should listen to the show.
3: Oh no, they, he plays great stuff. He plays stuff amazing on there.
1: stuff. Yeah, and I, and I like find you know all kinds of gems that I never heard. I think it's a two hour show. Anyhow, he's been playing. Uh, he's well, like I said, he's been playing Fuzz Bubble for years. And uh, he, in fact, last week he played Cult Stars from Mars. A couple of weeks ago, he put Dragonfly Part Two in the sweet spot. And then he's also played regretfully yours as well. So I want to give a, a shout out to Craig for supporting. Thank you, know, you Craig. I mean, both bands over the years, really cool. I appreciate that. Awesome. Um,
3: Next time I'm in Portland, I'm going to hit him up so I can meet him.
1: Yeah, I think you know. I you think know, he's originally good, from LA. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, maybe he lives. He lives in
3: Eugene, which right. is where Jim Freak lives right. now. Exactly. Oh, they're friends. Which is like a, f- an ad. are they oh, well, they're yeah, friends they're, on Facebook
1: or something? Yeah. But he might've even lived out there at the time. I don't know, but he, he's got a really, again, it's a really cool show. Um, There's a group on Facebook. I'm a part of it's snap, crackle, pop radio. And yeah, and you can, and then you could get the playlists and stuff too. You could uh, follow it online and whatnot, but really cool. He's been playing everything. And like I said, he's been uh, supportive of us for years. And uh, you know, we, really never did anything like this so now that we have a platform I need to officially thank them
3: yeah no
2: thank you yeah That's thank awesome. you
1: it's
3: it's getting anybody to play anything is yeah super hard right now especially now people are just cranking out content because they can't tour yeah, yeah. Totally. So, like, you know, Portnoy has three new videos a week with, you know, whether it's a cover or something. I know it's amazing. You know, stuff. Mike's cranking stuff out, and all all the people that he works with, Neil Morse and Jeff Scott Soto, and all those people, they're all just cranking cover songs out, and you know, it's fun to hear people do cover songs. You hey know, guys, and, we should
2: we should crank out a cover song, shouldn't we? I, I yeah. think we should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean,
1: I, I'd be into yeah. that.
3: You know what? I really, I would really love to do. um, that song Somebody Meant For Me by Emmett Rhodes.
1: Oh, that's amazing. It's good
3: so Go go I'm look it up. That's to a it. great song. Yeah. It's really really good it's so McCartney yeah. and like uh-huh. you know, it's his recording was very like he did it in his own in his own house, so it's kind of a neat lo-fi early 70s recording. It's Almost
1: like it's got a let him in vibe. Oh, cool.
3: Yes. Yeah, that that, that song, that's a little, yeah, kind of. It's a little. It's it's just a great pop song and I would love to. I think we'd do a great I version of it. You know, I think it would yeah. be really fun. Yeah, it's cool. That that um, I went and after he passed away, I was like, man, I I went and listened on YouTube because I don't have the CD anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I went and bought. I went on Discogs and bought the vinyl of it. It's this beautiful gatefold sleeve and everything. It's super cool. It's great. That album is good front to back. Cool. Oh yeah, it's. Great. Every song is great on that record. Amazing. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, I would love to do that song. So I'm just throwing it out there. If you guys have the want
1: I'm or down. I'm down. To... I'm ready to do it tomorrow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Let's do well, it. Well, we have, Let's uh, do it. like I said, we have this new new single, so everyone should check that out. Are we planning on dropping two songs next month? Dare I say that out loud? Yeah. All right. Two songs next month. One will be a cover. Yep.
3: One will be an original,
1: all right. Yeah, there it is now, it's out in the universe.
3: Yeah, and do we tell anybody what it is, or just I don't know, is anybody listening? Surprise? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> let, let yeah,
2: let's uh, make people uh tune in till next uh next time to ah, uh, yeah, so keep them waiting, yeah. but yeah, keep them waiting. <laughs>
1: That's it. The idea has been one podcast and one single a month. And we've been pretty good at it. It's only been again, what did we say? Like four months. Cause the, the first mm-hmm. month we did just a podcast. Uh we're gonna try to double up next month and and release two singles. One's gonna be a cover. We have a couple of other things in the works. You know, it's it's hard to really like predict. <laughs> What's gonna happen day to day on this planet, <laughs> so we're, yeah, we're not yeah. sure this is true you know what yeah. we're gonna be able to do uh you know when things are gonna return to normal or not, that will actually eat into some of our time, so you know uh right now we're keeping busy not being busy
3: <laughs> right well, this is a fun way not to be busy,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: I get to, like, sharpen my mixing skills and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, good job so so far. Yes.
3: Thanks. Yeah, I'm buying new stuff and new software, and I bought a synthesizer and getting back into doing – because I haven't done this kind of music for a while, so it's all the cool stuff that's available now. Like, oh, I want this, I want that. You know, I'm going to watch what I spend, but – you know, I can
1: never have too many uh, instruments, plugins, I, guitars. Yeah. I know
3: I got like twelve. I got literally like twenty guitars sitting out in my room right now. Really? Like I have so many, and there's and there's more in closets. It's like it's embarrassing. I do use a lot of them, though. I got to say, I you know, I use. Almost all of them. There's nothing embarrassing you know, about not that. Not all it's the great.
1: time. Yeah, I was going to say, listen, yeah, you're man. not dating yeah. us. You don't have to explain to us. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to justify your guitars to us. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know what? I,
3: I think I used my Les Paul on this song, too, which I don't play that often. And every time I play it, I'm like, I should play this more because it's great. But I think I used that on this, mm. this tune.
2: You know what I used on this tune? I have... Um, uh it's an evh uh it's the star guitar the one that Eddie van halen used on the 1980 invasion tour just because it was out and I, I had it tuned down to half step and the pickup in it sounds really good so i actually used that uh when you told huh. me to redo that nice. yeah. Sounded yeah good
3: then that's <laughs> yeah is that like a strat shape no or? it's
2: it's it's got it's a literal it's like um if you look at the 1980 Invasion Star guitar, it's got points and it's got a Dan Electro neck on it. It's really funky looking, but it's cool. But it's got a cool neck on it, and uh, and the pickup sounds great. So, and like I said, it was just there, and I had it tuned down half step. So.
3: Oh, I see. Yeah, they sell them. They sell them, them. With, yep, with with the, cre- with, the paint with the paint job. The paint job
2: oh, the yeah. Pick up. yeah. I'm yeah, looking at yeah. it too. Yep. Yeah. For the Van Halen freaks, he used right, it on well, the uh, 1980 uh, yeah, Invasion tour. This yeah. thing looks <laughs> crazy.
1: I played an Epiphone uh, Rumble Cat. It's a short scale bass. Oh, right. That's your oh, name. It's, uh, it's, a, it's like a Les Paul shape. Nice. Isn't
3: it semi hollow or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool sound of bass. Yeah,
1: for all the
2: techie nerds and stuff. Yeah.
3: For all yeah. the guitar nerds. Yeah. Maybe Rick Beato will do a, a what makes this song great on this song.
1: I love Rick Beato. <laughs> oh, he's I'll amazing.
3: Say it. I, I, He's great. Say it
1: loud and proud. (laughs) uh, He's got great videos. Do you watch him, Mark? No, I have to check it out.
3: Oh, you should, man. Amazing.
1: Really. uh, Yeah. Rick Beato.
3: Because he just, he he goes through, he has a series, Jay told me about this, and that's how Mm -hmm. I found it, called What Makes This Song Great. And he, like, did it with Boston more than a feeling. He went track by Um, track and he kind of tells you, he shows you the production. It's like, it's like, he's an educator. But but he's a
1: super cool guy. And he was a former like record producer. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, he can play a little bit of everything. He's got a great room, tons of instruments, amps, and he'll go over all kinds of stuff. Like, Actually, I think his most recent video he did like deconstructing the Alex Van Halen snare sound.
0: I love yeah. it.
1: That's, that's great. <laughs> right. Yeah,
3: and he's a sick guitar player. But too. he's
1: yeah, he's a great guitar player. So yeah, shout out to Rick too. He's nothing to do with us, but that's all right. Yeah, maybe he will.
3: Maybe yeah. he will. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So next, then next up, we got two songs. One of them's a cover. One's an original. Um, it's kind of a special tribute for someone near and dear to us. So. If you guys uh, like what you're hearing here, tune back in. You'll hear Please more music. Do. And we're going to be yeah. doing this once a month, hopefully, and cranking out one song a month in a a little podcast slash liner note session about what, what the song is. And yeah, come yeah. back and listen. Follow us Definitely.
1: on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, pretty much everywhere we're cult stars from Mars. With the exception of Twitter, it's at cult star media. And that's because we couldn't fit cult stars from Mars. Too many characters, too
3: many characters, too many characters. Just like this show. That's right. Oh, (laughs) but so go listen to, can't wait to see you. Please do download it, buy it if you could, because it helps us keep things moving along. Um, you know, it's a buck 50 on Bandcamp, Or just
2: listen to it on YouTube and, uh, and whatever. That's all. Enjoy it. Listen to yeah. it on
3: YouTube. Yeah, enjoy Listen,
1: like, and share. That's all. Right.
3: All right. Until next time. We are Cult Stars from Mars. We will see you next month. Yeah. So last week in September, we will be doing another podcast. So we'll see you then. We will see you then.
0: Be well. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Bye. Bye. Woo! We're cult stars from Mars.